What is going on, comic book movie fans? My name is Jonathan. This is Comic Book Cinema, and today I'm excited about the guest panel that we have for the show. We're joined by two uh, Chicago natives, or at least close to Chicago, Mr. Rick O.C. and uh, Angelo Pasconelli, and also another guy from uh, Mississippi, Mr. Jeremy Doty. How's everyone doing today? Good. Great. Great. Fantastic. We are all really excited about this episode. Uh, well, we were really excited about the movie that we got to watch for this episode, which was Batman and Robin. This film came out in 97, right? 1997, which is kind of hard to believe that it was only two years removed from Blade and three years removed from X-Men. They were going in a really crazy, wild, wacky direction. Joel Schumacher, the director of this film, has been his name has been mired in much controversy since the film came out. And on one hand, I'll say this. I kind of get it. I get what he was going for. Is probably somebody that grew up in the 60s that enjoyed the Batman and Robin television show. You know, there's a lot of people, believe it or not, <laughs> that like that show. I personally do not, but that's because I didn't grow up with it. I grew up with Michael Keaton, Batman. I, I did watch these, you know, when I was a little bit older, but I wish I had the money they used on the sets back then. <laughs> They were just huge, and right? Elaborate and just crazy. I just I just rewatched it today, and it's like, wow! I wish I had half the money they spent in props and all the other stuff. It's crazy. They probably spent a pretty penny on this movie back in '97 or '96. I mean, think about how much it cost them just to put that paint on Schwarzenegger's face and have it like glimmer and everything, and the contacts and having him sit in the chair to do that. I'm glad you brought up Schwarzenegger because they paid him $25 million for this film. And he spent 25 days working on this film. So he basically made, think about that as you watch his performance in this film. I mean, he was good in his own way, but was he really worth a million dollars per day? Yes. <laughs> I don't yes. know, man. Yes. All the one-liners that he just nailed and it's buried in everyone's brains forever. Yes. <laughs> That's like his whole his whole script is one liners though like the whole thing front to yeah. like front to end like there's like nothing there's hardly any like actual like dialogue other than just like dice age like I mean what are you like <laughs> my my problem with him is like Mister Freeze is like one of the most complex Batman villains and he has this almost where you're empathetic on why he's doing this and Arnold didn't bring that to it and I think that's why. I don't know. I just I've only watched it one time at, until today. So the man's tears froze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, true, true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think because of that great backstory, Angelo, that's kind of why we got a little bit from this performance. I mean, I don't know if you could say it was the performance or just that really strong backstory that kind of made up for a little bit of it. Arnold is Arnold, okay, and. For better or worse, his one-liners in this film and delivery of them in some ways is iconic. I'm not going to lie to myself, and I'm not going to lie to you guys and act like I like this film in any sort of way. <laughs> I can remember when I was a, like, maybe not a kid, but it, so in 97, I was probably, I was still pretty young. I think I was like second, third grade, somewhere in that ballpark. When this film came out, it was so bad that I knew it was bad, even then, like watching it for the first time. Unlike Batman, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Batman Forever and these other Batman films were really actually good. They had some, you know, redeemable qualities, but this one was just bad, really bad. And Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl 
is probably the worst thing ever. I do not like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, but I think that this takes the cake. I mean, worst casting ever. It felt forced. It, it would be like if they casted Taylor Swift to play Batgirl today. <laughs> <laughs> it might be better. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, they could have totally just taken her out of that, and it would have been fine. Like, nothing would have changed in the storyline, I, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. They could that could have cut some time off the movie too. You know, they had yeah. that scene where she's racing, and like, what really was the point of that for Robin to save her? Yeah, the same exact origin of Robin, basically. Like, that's something else I noticed. I was like, this is just like Robin's origin story, basically. I mean, Batman had to come in and save him because I know in the comics there's a lot of differences there, right? You know, Barbara Gordon, her uh, she's related to Commissioner Gordon. That's his her father. Yeah. And then eventually later on in the comics, she gets shot and she's in the wheelchair. Yeah, I just felt like it was a very poor delivery. I really love the the little little parts where Schwarzenegger like sets something up and like freezes over a wall and then wipes it clean and's like, bye. The, like <laughs> sarcasm of like bye every time he leaves and gets away. That yeah. just it cracks me up. I am kind of a fan of the '66 Batman. I I I understand that it's campy. It's not the Batman that you read, but it. That little, if we're gonna go overboard, he really nailed it. I think, just that that sarcasm and like like I said, his one liners are in my head forever because of that movie. By the way, that's got to be the worst Batman introduction ever, because oh, you know in Batman '89 you have I'm Batman, you know, and then even in Batman Begins he says the I'm Batman line, but he headbutts him. And this one it's like Hi Freeze, I'm Batman, <laughs> and he slides <laughs> down a dinosaur. Hi Freeze. I'm Batman. <laughs> that stuck out to me a lot. I was like, dang, that was George Clooney's introduction to the world as Batman. It's really disappointing because when they announced that George Clooney was going to be Batman, he was coming off of Dust Till Dawn, which I thought, I was yeah. like, oh man, this guy's going to be a BA Batman and like kick butt and take no prisoners kind of Batman. And he kind of has that like grizzled look, you know, his. He looks good in the mask. He looks like Batman. Yeah. And he then had it's like they threw that entrance, or that opening, and it's like, what? It's that perfect this jawline. For? This is not for kids. I mean, this is why we had to show that. What was you about to say, Angela? I said it's that perfect jawline for him. That's why he looks so good in the suit. But, I mean, he yeah. also makes a pretty good Bruce Wayne, honestly. So yeah. it, it, it's kind of sad that it wasn't successful. For him because i thought he he was going to be a good batman i think that he he definitely had the potential he had the look but it was just the, the the writing the film the direction what they were going for and for some people that type of thing works our friend our good friend jared mr rick uh loves the campy and the cheesiness of the 60s batman but for Wait, me he, personally it just wasn't work <laughs> he watches something other than x-men wow don't, don't <laughs> say that out loud but that's the thing. That's my biggest thing. Like, this type of thing just does not work in a film. And especially nowadays, if you try to do something like this today, oh my gosh, you would get so much hate from all different angles. General moviegoers, hardcore moviegoers. I mean, and really, is this really Batman though? Like if you read the comics and you know who Batman is, is this really Batman? I was hoping they were going to take Robin to the more like the Nightwing-esque era. Because he, I mean, he had... The basic design too on his chest with the red and the black so i was like oh maybe yeah. it's gonna be a grittier 
you know, Dick Grayson kind of deal too. It wasn't. <laughs> Honestly, nope. I was I was a fan of Chris O'Donnell as Robin, so I was kind of hoping that they would go that way, like you said, that he would have been a good Nightwing. I think. Yeah, he wasn't bad in the role, you know. I got to say this too: the action in this film is just terrible. I mean, there's nothing good about it. Nothing. In some ways, I think the Batman '66 or whatever year in the '60s it came out in, the action was better in that with the boom, pow, <laughs> throp. This was just bad. I, maybe it was I don't know, like the audio or something was just off to me. Did you guys kind of get that too? Like during the action scenes, it was just like, just bad. You didn't like the hockey fight. <laughs> the fact that they had they had uh, skis in their uh, in their shoes already, just yeah, yeah, ready for it. The whole thing at the beginning, like that was what was his plan? He was going to get in the rocket ship and go up and then jump out in a parachute, but he was just hoping that Batman and Robin would jump in there so he could freeze their hands against the the rocket. <laughs> or am I looking too much into this? Deploy his ice wings. I think you have more planning than uh than the the writers did for sure in that. Like I don't I don't think they planned it that far. Like I, I don't know. It's it's kind of, but you know it is. It worked, I guess. What did you guys think about the Alfred storyline? I mean, I I thought that there was potential there once again, but for what? I mean, what's the purpose of even trying to put any sort of thought into storytelling here? <laughs> I think they're trying to soften Bruce up a little bit, not make him so, so like grizzled, but it didn't really work. Does anybody like anything about the film other than Rick liking uh, Arnold as Mr. Freeze? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Does any, any of you guys like anything about this film? Aesthetically, it's it's wonder like to me aesthetically, it's wonderful, right? Like like Rick said in the beginning with like the sets, everything like set wise and the way like the coloring and the way everything was done like vibrant colors and the way it all sets off that looks great i think that is like to me like the big part of that but that's like the only redeeming factor to me is just all just like just aesthetically pleasing yes but other than that like just there's nothing else it was really really hard to get through to be honest i had a hard time watching this movie <laughs> me too <laughs> It was tough, man. I had to break it into like fours. Yeah, I watched and like even that was was tough. I watched like half of it last night and the other half this morning. And even this morning, I was like, "Dude, when is this going to be over?" <laughs> Two hours. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot for a film like this. It's it was rough, guys. I mean, I know that there's there's been a lot of things on the internet said about this film. That what can we say that's not already been said? But it was bad. It, it was really, really, really bad. Rick, do you have a special place for this film in your heart? Yeah, I hold all those Batman's little special place in my heart from when I was a kid because I was excited to see it. I, I was a teenager back then, go and see it. So having Bane in there, I was like, oh, man, they're going to put Bane in this? And then they had Jeep Svensson playing Bane, who was like a power lifter turned pro wrestler turned actor. Yeah, yeah. So I had his name. I don't know if it was G – yeah, he was called Jeep in the pro wrestling world. You probably yeah. know more about that guy than I do. Yeah, that's that's all I remember him by. If he had a different name, I don't I don't remember. Robert Swinston. He played Bane. He died like less than a year after the movie came out. Probably all the roids because he was huge. <laughs> he was Jack. I mean, that was no. Yeah. There was no special effects or makeup there with him. That was his real like arms and body yeah. and everything else. Yeah, he he was in WCW and he made all the wrestlers look tiny in there. So, wow, that's, that's saying something. 
that guy was massive. Yeah. I like how they painted like all the veins on him and everything else. And it just progressively got worse and worse towards like the end of the movie. Like he, he grabs Batman one time and it looks like a Ninja Turtle hand grabbing it because it's all green and <laughs> veiny and stuff. And I was like, oh, seeing Bane for the first time in live action was cool. That, and the thing is like, too, when I bring this up, like, what did you guys think of Poison Ivy? You know, like in my mind, it's like, she can only do so much. Uma Thurman, yes. In the 90s, she was, you know, she was a beautiful actress and she was in a lot of iconic roles. But in my mind, there's only so much an actress or an actor can do in a film like this, you know, in a world like this. I wasn't very impressed from what I saw, but like, you know, it's that over the top. That's what they were going for. And I just don't think that works in, in modern day cinema, even in, in late 90s cinema. Didn't they try to sexualize her too much? And that that was like I know that's kind of her allure and everything, but they like really, yeah. really pushed it hard. I was they like, leaned yeah, heavily into it. Yeah, for sure. I could have done without Poison Ivy in that movie. Uh, Bane I liked. I think that's the Bane from the comic books, really, from like back in the day. You know, Tom Hardy's Bane is totally not even close to what Bane was in the comic books. Yeah. So this is way more comic accurate. Which I kind of like Bane in it. He's kind of stupid, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny to me too that Arnold had the cigar when he was Mister Freeze. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the the writers were probably like, "Hey, Mister Freeze doesn't smoke a cigar," and Arnold's probably like, "I'm making one million dollars a day. I smoke <laughs> cigars." <laughs> he does now. <laughs> Watching this really wants like or really makes me want to see a redemption for the character or the villain of Mr. Freeze in Batman 2 in the Batman 2 with Robert Pattinson there's been some rumblings that that could potentially be you know at this stage it's so early they haven't even finished writing the script yet but how cool would it be to see a real serious version of Mr. Freeze on the big screen yeah, yeah that would be great can I address one thing how about when they go up in the rocket ship and Batman's frozen to the wall, and Robin just happens to pull out this like heat laser. Like, I would have been like, "Where was that a while ago, buddy?" Like, we're in Iceland. Where, where was all this? Batman had one because he he thought him out in the water. Like, you guys didn't think to use this on Mister Freeze earlier, like, what the heck? right? But going back to what Dodie said earlier, I don't think that anyone thought anything out, you know, further than. You know, oh, let's put this in there. Oh, this would be cool. You know, nobody really put any real thought into this. Another thing that cracked me up was when Arnold was, it was showing his origins of how he became Mr. Freeze and he fell into the tank and the whole time he was just doing the Arnold yell like, I died laughing when that, when I saw that, that was great. They probably had to pay extra for that line. <laughs> it's trademark. You have to use it. a mill and a half. That, that was a mill and a half day. <laughs> Honestly, the best acting from Arnold is when uh, when he's in the prison cell and he can't breathe after he runs out. Of the <laughs> to me, I thought like hey, that that's kind of legit. Like he actually seems like he really can't breathe. This is yeah. probably the best acting by Arnold in the whole movie. How did you get Jesse the Body Ventura in there too? Yeah, he was the security guard. Yeah, yeah he was one of them. Yeah, that was interesting too. As a wrestling fan, so yeah, Gotham Police are just a bunch of goons, right? In this film, I mean, they're more useless than stormtroopers. They literally, you know, they they flip the switch and then, you know, Mr. Freeze kicks one of them and they all just come rolling down the stairs. You know, it's 
oh man, everything about this movie was cringe and bad. My wife walked in several times while I was watching this and she was like, what are you watching that for? <laughs> I did like the part where um, Poison Ivy kind of like is supposed to go back and get his wife and like almost trips and falls, like walking around the hose and then kicks it. So back then you got that big dramatic like, oh crap, she just killed you know her. That was like a big moment back then. You know, when the movie came out, it was like huge. It was like, oh, wow, he's going to go nuts. You know, that's a very powerful moment from that movie for me. Yeah, but really, in reality, Arnold <laughs> I'm just, reaching. I know I'm reaching. <laughs> <laughs> but really, Arnold just said a little bit more than he normally yeah. would. <laughs> oh, gosh. And another thing, too, that I want to point out, it's literally the end of the world. Everything's getting frozen. Batgirl, meanwhile, is wearing this cowl that's about four sizes too big for her head. And they all had time. Like, literally, there's a line in the film where Batman's like, we have 11 minutes until we can thaw everyone out. But this is right after they took time to change, like, their complete wardrobe and everything into the silver and black costumes. But we only have 11 minutes. I thought that was hilarious. They zipped each other up. (laughs) What was the point of that that cowl, though? Because they get up on top of that building and she just rips it off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. I guess the, it's like the little baseball. Baseball. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you were going to rate this film on a scale of zero to 10, zero being absolutely the worst film you've ever seen and 10 being perfect, where would you rate it? We'll start with you, Mr. Doty. Like a four, man. Like, like a strong four. It's pretty rough. I mean, unless you're watching it specifically just to laugh at it, like it, it's hard to like. And even then, it's not really that funny. I mean, in some places, yeah, the Arnold one-liners are funny, but there's not much else. Mm-mm. There was a reason I stayed away from this movie for so long. It's it's a two for me. If I want to watch, if I want to see the Arnold one-liners, I'll just go to YouTube and pull up a little compilation. I don't need to watch the whole movie. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on. The, I probably will never watch this movie again. You and me both. What you got, Rick? I'm gonna go a little higher. <laughs> I'm gonna say five because. Because of Arnold, you know? I mean, I, I'm comparing it to, like, all the other Batman films, and it's like, uh, it's got to rank higher than, uh, what was that, three for me. So Really? Batman Batman Forever? Yeah, I didn't really care for that one. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to go lower than all you guys, and the reason oh. I'm not going to rank it where Angelo had it is because my twos, I have movies like The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and uh, Fantastic Four Rise of Silver Surfer, which I think are head, shoulders, knees, and toes better than this film. <laughs> so I have this all the way down at a one. That's that's where I have it. That's how bad I think it is. It's it's among the worst ever made. And that's just my opinion, but, you know, that's what <laughs> okay. I think. Okay. Danny DeVito as the Penguin or Arnold Schwarzenegger as, <laughs> as Mr. Freeze? Who had Danny DeVito all day. <laughs> Absolutely. Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito all day. Yeah, Danny DeVito, I don't care what Luke Vincent says. Danny DeVito yeah, the was, was great. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, fans. Uh, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Check us out on TikTok and Instagram at Real Comic Book Cinema. You can also find us on Facebook. And don't forget to check us out at Patreon, patreon.com slash comicbookcinema. Check us out in the Spotify and the uh, iTunes realm, all the podcasts. We're out there now. And until next time, have a great day.